0: Hello and welcome to the Church of the Resurrection podcast. This is episode one, the inaugural episode. So with that, let me just uh, get a few things out there about how this podcast works uh, by way of introduction, how th- how it's going to work, and kind of the goals of it. Um, I wanted to find a new way uh, to communicate with, with you all, whether you are at Church of the Resurrection, or whether you are curious about Church of the Resurrection, I wanted a way to communicate with you during the week. Uh, uh, you know, we have various means of communication. We have a, we have social media, uh, we have Church of the Resurrection emails, but uh, I figured uh, in this day and age of, of us going to and fro, uh, where we have smartphones and and devices like that, that uh, I could be talking to you as you are making your morning commute as you are preparing a meal or as you are working out. So some of the podcasts, if you are a podcast listener, uh, some of the podcasts you listen to are very highly produced, very, very tightly edited where people spend 40 hours a week or, or even maybe have a team of people working, you know hundreds and hundreds of, of hours uh, combined uh, to produce a single episode. That's not what this is going to be. This is going to be the raw feed. I'm not going to edit this. So if I trip over my lines, if I say, uh, a lot, if I forget what I'm talking about, if I lose my train of thought, uh, you're going to get that. And so I just want to say that up front that that I'm not going to... um, it's not that I want to waste your time. It's just that I want this to be a way for me to to be able to communicate to you what it is that, that the Lord has been speaking to me um, kind of through the things that I'm encountering. So maybe in the future I'll, I'll talk about the, the scripture readings for the week or this or that. But uh, right now I am reading a book called Organic Outreach uh, by Kevin G. Harney. Uh Organic outreach for ordinary people, sharing the news, sharing good news naturally, and so uh, after reading the introduction and marking up that and, and and chapter one, I wanted to share with you just kind of some some really good insights I have here. Um, so this is a book that that uh, was recommended to me. Uh, it's I, I got a copy for myself and I got a copy for the church library if you're interested but it I think I said this uh, on one Sunday morning that if if you aren't able to read that book um, uh, I'm recording this podcast to to share kind of my takeaways from it I don't know that uh, I, I don't I don't know that I I um, Learned anything new, but it, it just helped uh, in in this introduction in chapter one. But it it really kind of helped solidify some ideas that I've encountered and, um, and and just in the way that God works. So, uh, you know, the big thing uh, that it's trying to tackle is is um, empowering and encouraging those uh, God's people to do. Uh, his work of, of reaching out in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, and some of you uh, who are listening to this probably do this really well and really naturally, whether you know it or not. So maybe you know it and, and you've seen fruit of your uh, outreach. And outreach is, is just a, a less scary word than evangelism because so many people feel disempowered to do the work of evangelism. Uh, and evangelism over the years has developed a bad name. Uh, whether it's that's because uh, we see obnoxious evangelists on television or on street corners, uh, manipulative sorts, or or whether it just seems like we whether we've seen Billy Graham uh, at a crusade and we're like, well, that's not me. I don't have those gifts of communication. Um, but the reality is, um, as uh, Paul writes in Second Corinthians chapter five, um, he says that God is making his appeal to the world through us. Uh, that, that like we are the means through which God is reaching the world. So obviously, you know, God has His Word and, and God's Holy Spirit goes before us, which is an a, a tr- immensely empowering thing to know that that any outreach that we do is uh, preceded by the Holy Spirit's work in the heart of anybody. Um, so that's empowering knowing that that like we just do our best, and it's not ultimately on us to to be a salesman to. Uh, you know, good salesmen close the deal. Uh, the, the famous line, "Coffee is for closers," from um, David Mamet. Uh, we don't need to to close. To, we don't need to close the deal. That that's kind of uh, if, if we are there when someone actually does um, find grace in Jesus Christ and 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 uh, a living faith in Him. Um, that's great, but uh, we could be doing the work of outreach even uh, by by paving the way for someone to make that decision um, for Jesus Christ. So, uh, so much of us, um, I, I shouldn't say this, but uh, essentially, what this book is is doing is is encouraging people to to move beyond um, our relationship with Jesus Christ as a um, as an end in itself, as saying, well. I know Jesus, and that's the goal. Well, no, the the goal is, um, you know, Jesus gave this great commission um, that that uh, to send us into the world um, to make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them all to obey everything that He's commanded. And uh, so, how do we do that? Well, that's that's kind of this this book's gets this books this book gets into the nitty gritty of that, and and so. This the author doesn't say this, but uh, I would say this: uh, your personality is a gift um, in in the work of outreach. Um, you don't need to try to emulate someone who is an effective uh, evangelist who you've seen in your life who seems to just really lead a lot of people to Jesus. Uh, that's that you don't need to try to emulate them. Just be you. Be you and. Um, your interests are going to connect you naturally with people who don't know Jesus. So, I mean, if you're in a, if you, uh, too often in the past, we've thought, uh, that the more time we spend at church is, is, is better. And I'm not going to encourage you to spend more time away from the church. Um, worship with us on Sunday morning, come to small groups, uh, invest in, in, in the church in any way that you can. But, um, I would also encourage you to to, and we'll get to this at the end of the chapter. Um, I would encourage you to to find strategic ways to encounter people outside the church, uh, to kind of reorient your life so that you're. Uh, I mean, I guess so. I could share anecdotally from my life. There was a time in my life uh, when I was kind of overextended, where I was investing all of my time into my family and my church and my job. So I, you know, in my job, I guess I would encounter. Unbelievers, and I did my job to the best of my ability. But then all of my other energy outside my job went to um, my church and 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 my family, spending time with my family. And uh, I I kind of felt convicted b- by. I don't need to get into you know who or why because um, that's a whole other story. But I got convicted that like I need to spend more time intentionally encountering uh, unchurched people, and I need to find I need to do that through what it is that I'm interested in. So if you're interested in gardening, go join a gardening club or a community garden. If you're a runner, join a running club. If you're a bowler, join a bowling league and find ways to intentionally um, just encounter people who aren't part of the church and forge relationships. Uh, we may talk more about um, just meeting your neighbors, being intentional, changing your patterns so that you meet um, some of the people around you. So, uh, on page 16 in the introduction, that the author uh, Harney, I'm gonna have to remember that Harney writes, organic outreach is about living the kind of life that naturally draws people to Jesus. So this isn't a a, a book where it's gonna teach you to do things a certain way. Um, like there's only one way. Um, no, there's there's more than one one way. It's it's living. Uh, it's, it's it's just natural. It's, it naturally draws people to Jesus involves speaking the kind of words that you use in ordinary conversations and that reveal the presence of a loving God. It means loving people in a way that is genuine. Organic outreach is all about sharing our faith in a way that is authentic, real, and feels natural to the people around us. Um, and and it, it springs just out of uniting, chapter one we'll get into this, uniting our heart with God's heart. Like God has as a... Has a tremendous love for the lost so uh we, we we uh we first need to pray chapter one talks about to to develop this love for the lost because if we're doing this work out of out of pure duty or out of pure just well I I'm just going to do these steps because God tells me to. If it, if it doesn't come flow out of a, out of a love for the lost, then then it's it's not going to come off as authentic. Uh, and and the author shares an anecdote uh, of how he encountered someone who talked about how he was trying to like he felt really convicted to share uh, to to establish a relationship to to have organic outreach with a certain person he's like, this person was basically like, yeah, but I, I really, really like have a hard time getting along with this person. Like, I don't really like this person. And and so the, Harney asked him, he said, let me ask you something. Do, do you love this person? Do you love this person? It's a good question. Do you love this person? Uh, and, and the guy was like, uh, he kind of stammered and, and he, he couldn't really answer. And and so Harney was like, you know what? Leave Leave this person to someone else then leave this person to someone else if if you don't genuinely love a person it's not going to be an effective outreach they're going to it's going to feel like a project to them god so loved the world that he sent his only son but whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life this you know, jesus leaving his throne in heaven to live as one of us to to throw himself into the market to search and seek and save the lost to seek and save lost people, like that's an act of love, and uh, so if, if we don't love the lost, um, we need to really work. Uh, the author says, at cultivating this love for the lost, we need to work hard at that. It's saying like, God, give us your heart, um, because this this is this is God's heart, and and we need to do that. So Harney writes, uh, we can call it sharing outreach can be called sharing God's love, bringing the gospel to the world connecting the spiritually disconnected, doing evangelism, or reaching the lost, but the point is the same. This book is about outreach. How Christians can live and communicate their faith in a way that lets people know that there is a God who loves them and sent his only son to open the door for a restored and wonderful relationship with them. And Essentially, what we are seeking to be people that are so filled with the gospel, filled, 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 that we just um, just overflow onto other people. That we are like when you encounter this this gracious gift of God that that is sonship and daughtership, like that 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 we are called children of God. Like when you are given this gift, I mean, I hope that that, that is something that that you. Uh, desire to share with the world. If not, like, we need to spend some time in in encountering that love of God until we are filled uh, to overflowing. So again, this is not about, like, uh, it's not a, um, this is not a, I I can't read my writing. Oh, it says it's not a field trip. (laughs) Um, This is like a, this is, this is a full-time commitment. It's not, so, like, we're called to, to love people, to serve in our community, be models of Christ's grace, building authentic friendships. Authentic, not like, oh, God really calls me to love this person, and it's um, authentic. Like, like, we generally like these people. Um, but bu- But building authentic friendships with those who are far from God, that is a key. Um, with loving those who are far from God, and to say, how do I how do I encounter people who are far from God? Everybody I know is a believer. Well, uh, try to th- prayerfully think about some ways, some directions that God is calling you. Um, who is God calling you to? How how do you encounter these people who are far from God? And so so it's to, outreach is not an occasional church field trip. This is not like oh well once a year we we went down to the mission and and and. Check that box. This is a this is a vocation. This is a spiritual vocation that God is calling you and me to, um, to love lost people. So this this is a a not a field trip. This is a, a full time commitment year round. That that we need to rethink how we spend our days, our weeks, and our years. Again, this is an empowering word from Harney. Outreach is for ordinary people. It's for you and me. It's not just for the super spiritual or the velvet tongued. You know those who are just so gifted. Those people that we you know turn on the TV and our jaw, our jaws drop because they're so good. It's not just for them, because we are like we are we are only bearing witness to Christ. Um, it's not us that they're coming to worship. That Jesus is the living water that you and I are called to let people know. The soul-quenching refreshment they long for can be found in him alone. So uh, outreach is for, like, what What kind of person is it for? It's for introverts and extroverts and everybody in between. Um, so uh, in the introduction, um, like, what's what are his hopes for this book? Um, he says that the, he wants this book to be hope-filled, optimistic, optimistic. And practical. So there will be practices. Like, how do we, how do we change our practices? But also just like, how do we find hope in what we're doing when, when maybe we're not seeing fruit? Um, cause again, like we're partnering with God here. So that's awesome. So this is, this is not a system or a program. It's a collection of simple and biblical practices that we can all incorporate into our lives. So, uh, The first chapter um, starts on page 21, and he talks about um, uniting our heart with the Lord's heart. Uh, that the starting point for this, for effective outreach, is a, a shared love for lost people. It is a it is a heart deeply in love with God and with people, of like genuinely just like God loves lost people. And uh, I preached recently on, on the prodigal son. Uh, it's known as the prodigal son, but uh, it's also known as the lost son because it's, it's, it's in a series of, of parables about lost things, the lost sheep and the lost coin. Um, and, and, and the illustration, the, the parable that Jesus teaches about the lost coin is just teaching us like how much God loves lost things, how there's rejoicing in heaven. At the finding, at, at 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 one sinner being found, that um, this woman like searches and searches and searches in her house um, for uh, for um, for this lost coin, and of course the son who returns, what was once was lost is now found. It's this beautiful story of, of God's heart of of running to us. There's there's a uh, a metaphor for God that I don't remember who came up with it, but. Um, there's a writer who talked about the god being the hound of heaven the hound of heaven this 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 hound of heaven that seeks us out that seeks not just the lost but when, remember friends at one time you and i were lost and he sought us out so harney writes when our hearts beat with the heart of the father and when a passion for lost people rises up in us we we will be compelled to search and do all that we can to reach out to those who are lost in their sin and are far from God. So I mean we, we should not be doing this for our own glory. We should not do this to carve another notch on our spiritual belts or out of guilt or fear because we you know well God is gonna get you if you don't do this. Um, or and, and uh, he points out also that that we shouldn't be doing this to fill up the seats in our church. These are not the right motivators. Um, the right motivator is is a love for lost people, um, and and kind of uniting them with their father who loves them. Uh, and uh, he, he he shares this illustration of him uh, back when he was younger uh, and foolish, uh, <laughs> losing his ring in a movie theater. You know, he'd take it off carelessly and kind of flip it finger to finger to finger. And of course a movie theater would be a, now there's an old style theater now we have these uh, stadium seats but remember the the gentle slope of theaters where if you drop something it would roll all the way to the front Well he dropped his ring and so he systematically searched um, on the yucky sticky floor of this movie theater um, not because the ring had any value but like like this ring represented something very important to him. He was like this ring wasn't very expensive but it rep- like it was the same ring that his wife put on him on his wedding day described this search for his ring. Um, and uh, he actually didn't find it on the floor. He had to go somewhere even grosser, like this spot that's never cleaned between the seats, this goopy, just, but it was, it was worth it. And so he says, um, when the love of God captures our hearts we are moved by the tender compassion of Jesus when we see people as lost sheep who need the good shepherd we will naturally reach out to them with hearts that overflow with God's love he also says when we are motivated instead not by love but by a sense of guilt or religious duty or when lost people become our pre- projects something is wrong the very people we seek to reach can end up repelled and driven away from the god who loves them Loving people with God's love is magnetic. Attracting people to Jesus. This is organic outreach. Evangelism that flows from the love of God. So if you're struggling in this area to 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 if if you're not just moved by this and excited, like, where do I sign? Like, how do I how do I start? Um, he, he's got some suggestions for you. He says, pray that God will give you a heart, like Jesus' heart. Um, (laughs) and he says, this prayer is dangerous. It's risky to pray this because when we ask God to give us his heart, we know that this one prayer, uh, is always willing to answer, um, and he will help us feel on a new and deeper level. And he describes Jesus weeping over Jerusalem. Um, just how Jerusalem has, has, uh, has turned its back on, on the Lord, um, you know, oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem! How I would love to gather you like a like a mother hen gathers her her chicks. Um, so uh, another way, uh, so so he talked about studying the life of Jesus. Um, spend some time in the Word and, and read how Jesus seeks out those who are far who are who are far from God. Um, the adulterous woman, the dishonest businessmen, um, sinners in Matthew nine nine through twelve. A broken woman in Luke chapter. 7 verses 36 through 50. Um, Jesus loved really tough people. So uh, another way to grow a heart for people in the borderlands of faith is to notice and connect with people who are far from God. And so as Anglicans, we uh, we, we talk about disciplines, like developing maybe spiritual disciplines. Um, we uh, he, he talks about we can develop a discipline of noticing and making space for those who are spiritually disconnected and even often marginalized by Christians. Um, that uh, this this is a, a discipline that we can integrate into our lives. Uh, and s- some of that, um, just practically, I don't know if he gets to this in the book, uh, but I've heard suggestions a lot of different places, is, is to just um, go to the grocery store the, the same time every week so that you encounter the same employees. Uh, so that you can build a relationship with them. Um, but but. But the, the encouraging thing is is to fun to, to gear your week to gear your routines so that you um, can build relationships with people, um, and uh, so that's it. That's that is um, that is the end of the chapter and the end of this podcast. I I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that uh, you um, this is going to be just the preparation of things to come uh give me feedback any way you can um how i can improve it um and and uh so in clo- by way of closing i would say um to spend some time in prayer and in the word this week about how god is convicting you and how the holy spirit is working in your heart to call you to this so whether it's just changing your heart to want it or whether it's changing your disciplines your schedule to encounter people who are far from God and to build authentic relationships with them, um, and paving the way, um, preparing the soil, um, for them to encounter Jesus through us. Um, and we'll get to, uh, so this is paving the way, this is preparing the soil. And, uh, in the, in the coming weeks, we are going to, um, move further into this. So thank you for listening. Uh, uh, let me know, uh, if, if, uh, you have any feedback or any questions that I could answer. And, um, again, thanks.